Hi, welcome to Tell Me About That Industries. Uh, my name's Jeremy. How may I direct your call? Hi, yeah. Uh, this is Ryan. Um, I've been trying to get a hold of the podcast for a couple days now, and no one's been picking up, and it's I'm really getting some, some issues down the line. Uh, yeah, could I ask you a little more about uh, what issues you might be having? Yeah, so I was listening to the podcast, and the jokes just weren't really as funny as I was hoping they would be. Um, I don't know if that's something you can fix, or it's like the hosts, or what. Yes, thank you so much for your patience. Uh, I think we'll need to escalate this issue, as I am just kind of an introductory person. So, uh, if I could just uh, stay, bear with us here as we redirect your call to uh, the manager. Uh, hello, yes, this is Jack from Tell Me About That. I, uh, I think I was told that you had a bit of an issue. Yeah, so I've been listening to the podcast. Sorry, Ryan, by the way. Um, I introduced you to the other, the other guy. I forgot his name, but... Um, yeah, I was listening to the podcast. I've been listening for a while now, and the jokes used to be funny, um, but they're just not, they're just not what they used to be, you know? And I was just yeah. wondering if there's anything you guys could do, or that has to be the host, or I, I don't know. I don't know how it works down there, but it, it's, it's kind of just not what it used to be. Okay, yeah, um, let me just go ahead and escalate this one more time. I think this is a little bit above my station, um... But I can, this will be easy, I can just throw it in the queue for you right now, and they should be able to pick it up really quick. So if I, if you don't mind just putting you on hold a little bit longer. I guess so. Hi, uh, welcome to Tell Me About That Industries. Uh, how may I help you? My name's Jeremy. Tell him, tell him to piss off! Wait, aren't you the guy I spoke to first? Tell him to piss off! What? Hey, I can hear him. What's going on the over there? The jokes weren't funny. Wait, are you the jokes not funny guy? Yeah, didn't I just you talk to you? No, like you got escalated to. But this is the third time in the past month. We, we, yeah, cause, cause no one responds to me. No one's telling me anything. What do you want to be told? I don't know. Fix the jokes. brotherly companions we are within the dregs of summer and my air conditioning has decided that it is no longer going to be serving us uh, uh -oh. at this household so i am currently sitting in a pool of my own sweat um it's gonna be like 90 degrees the next few days and every apparently everybody in the general area has also had their air conditioning quit because oh, nice. there are no contractors available no service <laughs> okay. technicians in any way uh, for a couple of weeks now, so or it maybe think about this. Maybe all the contractors just left. <laughs> They're like, it's gonna get. There's gonna be too much money for us <laughs> too to much make around yeah. here, and it's we gonna need be too to hot, out. too much work, <laughs> too much money. We're yeah. out. I know my job is a hundred percent based on whether or not I decide to take on <laughs> contracts, um, but I just don't think it's gonna be for me this time. <laughs> that being said, I'm out. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. So if if my delivery today sounds like my body has been sapped of all moisture, is it because it has? Uh, that is, that's <laughs> because yeah, I've sweated out. I've sweat all yeah. of it out. Nice. I am I am still with AC, as we say. It's uh, W A, really. Wow. Uh, whack. Wow. Um, with AC, but, whack. Uh, 
yesterday was the 4th of July, and there were some fireworks that did very much scare my dogs. Aww. When I say that, or a dog, I have a single dog. <laughs> I was going to say, when did you guys I, get another dog? I, I, maybe I have more than one dog. Yeah, Aren't not. all dogs really everyone's dogs? That's true. Um, Can't own a dog. We were outside listening to the fireworks, and I guess watching the fireworks. I'm, it's more of an auditory experience for me. <laughs> fireworks Jeremy just are... Closes, Jeremy almost falls asleep. Yeah, it's... It's, it's, the, uh, it's the one day of the year Jeremy can actually sleep. The soothing <laughs> rumble of fireworks. Uh, but we had a fire pit, and uh, I don't know how you feel about fireworks, both of you, but I meant fire... A lot of fire going on in my life in the last day. A lot of fire happening, yeah. 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 I mean, in the world um, generally, I think the whole world is <laughs> I is was burning. thinking about this. Uh, there's always a fire burning somewhere, right? Yeah. Right now I it's mean, in the ocean. It, yeah. The sun. Right now it is in the ocean, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but there's also, there's like a place in Pennsylvania that's always burning. Yeah, yeah. Centralia, um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then it's like, I don't know. It's just like, to me, fire is a very, uncontrolled fire is a very rare occurrence. But it's always here, happening. Baby. Yeah, but uncontrolled fire is like rampant yeah. all yeah, over the place. For sure. I mean, when even happens, in the United States, big. there's a lot of uncontrolled fires going on, especially yes. this time of year. Because um, there's no AC. Why don't we get AC for the planet? Huh? True. Why don't we just air we condition do that? the it's, it's world? It's because the contractors don't want to work. Oh, it's too hot for the contractors. <laughs> it's too hot for the contractors. Too much we money. Gotta do the, we got to sign those guys up in the fall is what it is. Exactly. We got to sign up the contractors yeah. for the world AC unit in the fall when they're less busy. We just have to think ahead, Earth. It's the whack. You know, <laughs> the you know global fall when that happens, yeah, exactly. global autumn. We got to catch it at that time when all the world is because, you know, different different regions of the world have different times, but they all meet up at one point <laughs> yeah. briefly and we got to catch it in that it's window. Like, it's like when all the planets align. Yeah, exactly. It's all every, the seasons like, align. <laughs> Every like 48 years or so, all the yeah. seasons will line up. And if you go to the equator and just put one window unit facing straight up, we're going to fix all of our problems. <laughs> that, that's all we need. The, the problem is yeah. it, it was last year that it just happened and we didn't, we yeah, forgot so about it. Yeah, and we blew it. And it, that's given, why they given, keep saying no. that climate change is going to take us out within the next however many years. It's because <laughs> we don't have another chance. Have, yeah. The AC unit's gone. <laughs> The fortunate thing is the temperature of our rooms is not going to transfer through our microphones into your ears and make your ears all sweaty. And I think we can all be happy about that. Agreed. Wow. I would hate, I would hate for that to actually be a thing. Wouldn't it? Um, that'd be interesting. I know that was a transition, but imagine if like what you were listening to, like think about the experience of listening to something and the, place that recorded was also the place that went through your ears uh let's not how would you experience it via your ears though via your ears yeah exactly no you figured it out you're like i love this snoop dogg song but my head always feels so funny after i listen to it <laughs> wow that was a really dumb question but it's not the only dumb question we're going to talk about today um <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go on to Reddit, r slash stupid questions, and uh, we'll read some questions, but the main idea we're trying to get at is why they were asked. Um, so, let's think about... Tell me about uh, why you would ask that. T-M-A-T. Tell me about... Tell me... T-M-A-W-Y-W-A-T. There it is. Easy. Time it. We'll say that's, that's it. what it's called. Time I it. don't know if that works out. Nope, we're calling it. Here, time I'm, it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna type time it out it. so that I can actually see what it looks like. 
All right, while you're doing that, I'm going to ask the question of what are the odds of getting robbed by a shark? Low, but not okay. zero. So what do you think? Yeah, that's, that's the thing, right? Everything's non-zero. Yes. Um, Everything what do you think? is non-zero. Of getting robbed by a shark? I mean, I guess it depends on the motivation, right? Because I think a shark could definitely steal your wallet. Whether a star shark intended to steal your wallet is a different story. That's true. Um, and I also think the odds are different based on how much is in your, you know, what is in your wallet. If you got like 40 to $50, that's a pretty low, medium level. But if you've got like two or three tuna fish cans that are open, yeah. I feel like that's going to be a lot, it's a all lot about the value. higher. Yeah. Value, value Ooh, you're, per you're, robbing. You're Shark on the bucks. boat, you cast out, you reel in a nice big tuna, you put it in your wallet for safekeeping, yeah. mm-hmm. go for a swim. I actually heard you're not supposed to put tuna in your wallet because the friction could break the edge and then it's going to be useless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Alright, so what brings this person to this, to this thought? Why are they thinking this? Are they out on the water? Are they at the aquarium? Do they have a sort of land shark scenario that they're dealing with? I think they're at the beach. They set up. No one was around. They went for a swim. <laughs> they got back. They got robbed. And they're like, well, no one's here. No one's here. It couldn't have been anybody else. <laughs> and then they're like, wow, what are the odds of getting robbed? I think it's like a wow. What are the odds of getting robbed by a shark? So this person knows they've been robbed yeah, by a shark. Yeah. They're like, what are even I'm- the chances of that happening? <laughs> They actually, I, th- I think what happened was they were young. They were, they were young, like probably like teen, early twenties, maybe. And they, they, they went to the beach and, and that this happened to them. And then they spent the next 20 years of their life pondering this question. They got a degree at college. Um, they went to grad school specifically studying this. What is the probability? Yeah, exactly. What, what, what are it's the a, probabilities? It's a, a math slash like aquatic life. <laughs> yeah, type. exactly. A marine biologist biologist slash statistician. Marine mathematics is what what, they had to make a new department. It's a whole new new program, marine mathematics. That's hip. (laughs) It's either that or, um, you know, they're at the police station and they've lost their wallet and they are really looking to get some sort of recompense and they don't know. They don't want to pin it on somebody human because they would feel bad if they got in trouble, right? So they're like, all right, well, who could I blame for this that I could get my money back, but no one would get in trouble? And they're like, a shark? Well, that's probably not very likely. Maybe (laughs) just to be sure, I'll put the feelers out and see how likely it is. Or it could be the cop that was there. And they, they, like, they were, (laughs) someone was reporting, I got mugged, I got mugged by a shark. And they were like, that sounds weird, but Before maybe possible. We get the and they were like, out. they were like, how is it, how how possible is it to get mugged by a shark? <laughs> okay, take that, turn it a little bit. The person who got robbed goes to the police station. They say, "Hey, I got robbed," and then they bring out a big book, and in that <laughs> is the probability of getting robbed, robbed by, by everything. <laughs> and so it's like it's alphabetical. So they flip to shark. And then there's just a bunch of question marks there. And oh, so no. they're trying to fill in the blank of what are the data. odds of getting robbed by a shark. It's an ever-expanding It says here there's only been four or five, so we're not even sure. Right. Exactly. The theft likelihood index. The TLI, if you will. 
<laughs> it's a big tome that they pull out. It's all dusty. It's got Ooh, runes on it. Or it's it. a giant scroll. They like unfurl it, they like flick it, and it just like rolls it out. <laughs> it's a big historical text, right? And it starts at the age of like mammoths and stuff. So it actually starts as like a series of stone slabs that have things carved <laughs> into them. And as it gets further, it, it becomes like early paper made out of like, you know, like a less refined paper. And then as you get further, it gets bound into actual pages as if and we then, were seeing them today. And then there's one in three languages that, you know, will allow it to decipher the other two. Mm -hmm. And actually at the, the end of it, it's just a laser pad with a language that nobody's been able to read yet. So we're thinking that's some sort yet. of yeah. yeah future theft. It's like an almanac, but for stealing. And what's weird is right in the middle, about our time is there's an iPad but like stapled to both sides which breaks it so it's kind of useless but there's still just the iPad there the, the memory is all there the screen's just broken and you know yeah, yeah. It, un under warranty and everything the genius bar is never any help it would just be more, yeah it would be less useful to try to get it fixed yeah, it's, it's to more expensive to get it. it fixed than it is just yeah, buying a new one yeah. uh, what do you guys think is number so obviously number one is humans what do you think numbers two what do you think is number two like a weasel or like a crab crab's got the pinchy steel hands do. i think it's swiper swiper oh. is very likely to to do some swiping yeah because yeah, most sure. people don't say no swiping. probably one of the most documented criminals of all time as well yeah <laughs> yeah if you say no swiping you're good but if if you miss that just once i mean yeah. who knows they'll swipe just like that famous board game, where in the world is, you know, Swiper. Swiper. <laughs> um, you never know where they're going to be. Yeah, exactly. It's the whole title. <laughs> it's the whole thing. All right. So um, we've discussed that one enough, I feel like. Uh, if you want to discuss it more, you know, talk with your Too friends. Damn bad. Talk down in the comments a, below. Maybe, maybe you can, like, Pause start the, a wait, sleepover. Wait. Pause the, and, the like, podcast. Discuss it out loud. Right now, get all your for however family. long you want, and then when you're done, hit pause or hit play again. Ready? We'll give you a second. Yeah, those are great points that you yeah. made, and possibly the people around you made. And I think on that we have enough to to move forward, and we found closure. So thank you for contributing to the conversation. What do you got next, Jeremy? Yeah. Uh. So the next question was asked four days ago. Maybe we'll start doing that. It was asked four days ago. I don't like it. Um. Can you shoot a fly with a gun? I mean, yeah. I don't see why I not. mean, first off, to answer the question, yes, right? If the fly exists and the gun exists, you can probably get it. <laughs> now, I bet people have been asking, like, I, I know, I know you, everyone has seen that famous clip uh, where the, the bird gets hit by the baseball pitch. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. I'm sure people yeah. were asking, well, can you hit a bird with a baseball? And then we found out. So the next, obviously, the next step in that is, can you shoot a fly with a gun? That's just the so next are step. They trying, are they trying to will it? Like, it's like someone asked. No, that I'm, I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm just saying it's a question that doesn't, that isn't necessarily thought about until it happens. I see. So I actually, see. that I think leads me to so my, to does my that point. Mean, I think that happened, and people yes. are like, "Wow, I can't believe that." And then other people are like, people hear it through the grapevine and are like, "Can you really shoot a fly, fly gun, gun deniers?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> are, are going online. Um, I'd like to take this a different way. Uh, and I feel like this one's going to be obvious, so just please, I, I apologize in advance. This person, captured by a fly, held hostage in the basement. And mm -hmm. 
every time the fly comes down, when he opens, when the fly opens the door on the other side, on the table, in the room that they're not in, you see a gun laying on the table. And they're like, oh man, if I could just reach that gun, I could shoot that fly and get out of here. And they're like, mm, I don't know if that's going to work, though. Can you even shoot a fly with a gun? It's so got they it. use their internet, which they have access to in this hostage situation, right. and they're the asking real, their buddies on Reddit. The real question is, like, does, like, the fly have a chitin that will stop the bullet? Is a fly bulletproof is really, I think... That's you know, a good question. You ask this question, but it's, like, the five whys or whatever that thing is. It's, like... The next question in line that we should be asking is a fly bulletproof. Uh huh. And guys, I don't know the answer to that. I have I, my assumption. Yeah, but we don't have any scientific I, proof. I don't know for sure. Yeah, I've never once in my life seen a bullet hit a fly, so I cannot say for sure if yeah, it'll work I, or not. I, I, I mean, to be fair, I've never seen a die a fly die from a bullet. So statistically, that. That kind of leans towards bulletproof. <laughs> Do you think they're asking if they have the physical ability, or is it like, you know, if you got the gun in your hand, the fly in front of you, are you going to be able to pull the trigger? Can you <laughs> shoot a fly with a gun? Ethically, you know I mean? can you shoot a fly with a you gun? You look at it and it's 136 eyes, and it's you surrounded see... by its 600 kids. Yeah. And, you know, are you going to have the guts to do it? I think oh, it's more oh, of the question we need to be asking. You're you're a sniper on the roof. <laughs> you're the dad's <laughs> kissing goodbye to all its kids oh to, before they go God. to school, and you're, you're waiting a for tears three days. Down your, a tears rolling down your eye as you're like shaking your hands. <laughs> the the voice on the radio is like, "Just do it. You know what this take the did. shot." <laughs> oh, Jesus! But in the in the end, if you do shoot it, you radicalize all the other kids. And yeah, then you make, you make more thing. enemies than it was worth. Oh, yeah. and then it's like, all oh, those kids have kids. So there's 600 times 600 or whatever the math is. And then it's like 600 times 600 times 600. And you're just like, now you're shooting fly for sport at this point. I actually think that's what the book Lord of the Flies is about. Haven't read it myself, but right. I'm 99% the, 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 the sure the sniper that's the shot the Lord of the Flies. And then oh, that's what yes. kicks off the Makes entire story. Makes total sense. Makes World total War II, sense. Yeah. yeah. I love a story that starts out and you already know what the conflict is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this gets right to the point. Yeah. That's why my middle school teachers were so, so excited about it. <laughs> Okay, Jack, this one, we might not, well, like, maybe we don't need to discuss this one uh, a lot, but uh, it's pertinent to your uh, kind of situation right now. It says, why don't we water cool our room yet? And just, I mean, you're without AC, like, do you think some water cooling would help? So well, are you saying, like, you run, like, coolant tubes across the I'm not saying house? anything. Like water cooling, one specific like you know how water I, how I understand water cooling works is that you have water like going across something. Yeah, there's, or, no, there's a, have, there definitely is a fundamental flaw with this question, and it's called water, physics. Yeah, water is used to like take the heat off of something, right? Yeah, and you have that run through so that the water can cool down like after it's taken the heat. How would that work in your home? <laughs> if you got a system of pipes on your wall, right? They're obviously translucent. Um, that are like just RGB. pushing like slush through, right? Just like absolute like ice water mixture going through. 
that's gonna cool the room down for sure, no doubt. Yeah, but um, so, and, you know, it just keeps so flowing. Make flowing. a bunch of condensation on your on your floor. Look, Rubber hey, floor I'm not. Running. I'm not solving that problem right now. Rubber floor, okay. Yeah, Ryan, this is the prototyping phase where you have to kind of think about, okay, well, here are our limitations, but if you didn't have any limitations, what would you do? I'm just trying to keep us in scope for when we create this. No, here it is. Here it is. Uh, You had that condensation build up. Uh, It flows into a pipe, flows down your wall into your CPU. Oh! There you go. So you have to have a, a, a... you know, a desktop computer. Yeah, in otherwise, order to otherwise, water otherwise, your it just house. doesn't work. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna have wet floors. You could just have a GPU running, not you know, hooked up to anything. Just have it yeah, run like at there. full speed to chill it down. Yeah, it's just a place to take some of that extra heat. <laughs> oh, that's how that's how you uh, that's how you control the the temperature. It's like you want it a little hotter. You you like send it a few more math problems or whatever. <laughs> uh, you need to cool it off. You know, just like one plus one. A million times or whatever. I think we just found a new crypto business. Yeah, I like I like where that. I'm in the crypto house market now. (laughs) It's not a bubble. (laughs) Well, now that we solved those important quandaries, I think there's one more important quandary that we need to solve today. And that question is, who do you think would win? Who do I think would win? Who is who is doing the winning? Yeah. So today's competitors are. Um, a used car salesman and okay. a pawn shop owner. Interesting. Okay. So okay. they both have similar skill sets, but in yeah, slightly different definitely. markets. Definitely. And what are the, what are these two uh, fine salesmen going to be doing? Uh, all right. Actually, I think this this will fit really well because um, they're going to be running for mayor for the local town. So you know, let's say they're local business owners. And they, you know, decide they want to be on the ticket. Huh. I like but it. But where's this? Well, I guess I shouldn't say it's a town, right? Because, you know, where, where are they? Um, so this is definitely going to take place at the local alley, bowling alley, that is. We've okay. Not, we haven't done bowling alley before, have we? We haven't done no. bowling alley. I don't, I don't write these down. Okay. Yeah, definitely bowling <laughs> alley then. Um, nothing says local. You said mayor. Mayor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing says mayoral candidacy like the the pitter patter of bowling pins falling down that sweet greased up lane. Um, now, my so I like f- to imagine. Now, my first question is: Are we what what part of uh, the election cycle are we in? Are we in early? Are we about to are we about to do final voting? Are we like primaries kind of deal? So I think I think this is so here here here. Let me set the stage a little bit. Uh, now that we're in the bowling alley, uh, we are looking at two candidates who, man, they they were really getting out on the trail, blazing, uh, getting the voters out, and they set up this event, this big speech that they're going to have at the bowling alley. Uh, but they unfortunately had it at the same night, unplanned, and so they're now they're kind of in like a debate. Right. situation where they're trying to draw the largest crowd um let's say we're two weeks out from election uh and the race is a fairly fairly even okay so those are the stakes uh, right. and so- 
And why don't we say that decision criteria is who actually won the election, not necessarily who won like the debate, quote unquote. But this is this, this, basically this debate decides who wins more. This or less. is yeah. This is the last setup. This is like then we'll they'll need to let people sit on these ideas for two weeks until the election, and then at that point we will decide a winner. But we'll obviously fast forward through that. We won't make you wait. Actually, that'd be interesting. And we next come back week we to this one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I all right. I think there's going to be some definitely some criteria here, right? I think we're at the bowling alley. This was a bowling social that was planned, so there will okay. be bowling happening. Oh yeah, there definitely will be bowling going on. Um, and you know, it's like you know how it's like. Oh, that candidate looks so relaxed. It's like you could go out and have a beer with them. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, I could go bowling with this. I could go out and have candidate. a bowl with him. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I could, you know, sneak out back with this candidate and have a bowl. <laughs> um, so they definitely have to be able to roll for sure. They definitely got to be able to, to, to knock down some pins because if I'm going and I'm voting for a candidate and then I see them absolutely you know, ham up a couple of gutter balls, what are they going to do yeah. in running my town? Yeah. So bowling ability, definitely number one. This is I a think bowling number, town first and foremost. Yeah. Bowling, <laughs> bowling town for sure. Bowling is a primary uh, export in this town. Second of all, is going to be able to convey your ideas and your platform accurately while bowling is mm-hmm. huge because you can't take off time to bowl. Um, and if you're if you're speaking while somebody else is bowling, you're never going to get to them. Ooh, right. Everybody's watching that person bowl, which means when you're trying to get your points across, you have to be at least stepping up to the line to bowl. <laughs> right. So you get kind of these short 30 to 40 second bursts it's of like your elevator speech, pitch right? Because you can only dry your hands on the little fan or, you know, powder on. You can only put baby powder on so up. much. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you got to go 20, 30 seconds at a time for you to put your ideas out before you got to, you know, give yourself a roll. Now, I think one thing that's very important um, is the setup. And I think specifically the name or acronym you put in uh, for your for your uh, your your, your lane, your scoreboard, yeah, yeah, your scoreboard lane. We we got to figure out who's who's putting what and which one is All better. Right. Does someone th- go strong and put mayor? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say so. Oh, I think I think it's it's definitely like someone's gonna put mayor first, and then the second person puts like best mayor. <laughs> Or something like that. Now, who? So who it's puts a mind what? game. Who puts what? Yeah, okay, you can't change wait. it after the first. So you got to so think. Here's here's a here's a scenario, right? So you put like, you know, like Jeremy M, right? So so it says Jeremy, but it doesn't show the M or whatever. You put or or let's say it's like does last names. Let's say this one does last names. You put like soon to be mayor, and then but it just says mayor. Oh, so or for- like hopeful to be. And then mayor. And so it, it, your full name is, they see you type in hopeful to be mayor, but <laughs> all the screen shows is mayor. mayor. It's, okay. it's like a little subconscious thing. They're like, oh, it's, it was so easy like that. He to just, me, that sounds like a used car salesman kind yeah, of tech, if there's any, If there's any person, if, if there's any of the two that has like conniving, sneaking test tactics, um, I think it's the, yeah, the used car salesman. 
Yeah, because you're, yeah, when you're selling a used car, it's, you know, people can go anywhere for a used car, but when you're going to a pawn shop, it's like, you're either going to sell it to me or you're not. So they right. can, like, they can, you know, haggle well, I think, the the pawn shop owner, but not not necessarily like, I gotta make this sale. So, in my mind, I think the pawn shop owner is going to have a lot of food because they're going to be able to bid and haggle a little bit with the, the bowling alley to be like, We'll get 50 hot dogs if you give us, you know, a free 25. Whereas the car salesman might just be like, sounds like a good deal to me or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think in terms of quantity of food, which we all know is the main reason people go to these yep. events, is yeah, going to be you know, the, the pawn you go salesman. To a, a local government debate and they hand out 50 hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> that happens to me every time. I um so I think point for another point for pawn shop owner is definitely going to be the ability to bowl and speak at the same time. Uh, yeah, they're mostly yeah, just they're because multitasking is they're multitasking, incredible. but I think also just the the nature of a pawn shop owner, right, is that you get a lot of stuff in and you kind of need to know a little bit about it mm-hmm. in order to talk it up and sell it to people later right. on. So I'm sure this pawn shop owner has dealt with a bowling ball or two. And if you can't roll that thing, how are you going to sell yeah, it? You can't. Yeah. yeah. And no one's going no to buy a bowling to, ball from someone who can't. Being a mayor is basically selling yourself, right? So you're talking, you know, oh, this bowling ball, you know, if you're t- selling a bowling ball, you got every bowling alley, every pawn shop's got a lane in there in case right, they ever to need to sell a bowling, bowling ball. And I'm sure they've everything. done a lot of like over the shoulder, like, oh yeah, so you're gonna see here when I roll this down, it's gonna get a great curve in, left-handed, right-handed, it's not gonna matter what you're going for. Um, and they can kind of talk forward at the lane because they need to be able to bowl, and they've just they've got the presence to kind of reach the people behind yeah, them. And I think project pretty used well. cars, used car salesmen used to being in the vehicle at right, time right of up. With pitch a person. so yeah does the used carsman have a big bowling ball that they drove here then oh interesting shoot. you know what big bowling ball car that they drove that they purchased <laughs> with their own money to with- show that they're financially responsible <laughs> by buying a bowling I ball bet this, the car. whole crowd saying i bet this guy didn't lease that's gotta be an own yeah <laughs> that's that's cash, cash up front that's down da- yeah that's money down <laughs> <laughs> and I, I can respect that someone who's got, <laughs> you know, that kind of fiscal responsibility. I want that in my town. So I, I think I think we're going to give that one. It sounds like it sounds like the edge goes slightly to pawn shop owner, but but just barely. Yeah. So, I think so that- here's here's a thought before we declare a point for that, because uh, I'm concerned that the pawn shop owner might almost be too confident in their skills and want to show off that they're, you know, too busy calling their shot. They should be calling the local trash company to see if they can get lower rates for their jurisdiction. Yeah. I, you know what? I think you're right. I think the pawn shop owner might fall into the trap of trying too hard to make the sale. Because when you're talking about, let's think about selling something from a pawn shop based on, or versus selling a used car. When you're talking about selling a pawn shop, you're you're selling ideas. You're selling, you know, you could be ripping notes on this guitar. You could be looking at this Mickey Mantle signed baseball. But, you know, 
where's the substance in that? The, the used car salesman like, oh, this car, 42 miles to the gallon. It's got brand new winter tires on it. It's got cargo space like you wouldn't believe. You know, that is actionable items. That is stuff that is rock solid that you can point to. And I think that's going to translate directly to, all right, you know, schools need 15% more funding for music programs. And the trash trucks, we need a brand new trash truck because the one we have, it's a small town. The trash truck that we course, have, the axles on it are terrible, and it's far too loud, and it's waking everybody up in the morning before they gotta go to work. And I, and, you know, I'm gonna solve that problem, and everybody's gonna be more refreshed at work, and the productivity in this town's gonna go up by ten percent. And I think it's just the hard facts and hard numbers from the. <laughs> I, I've been so distracted because Wait, Ryan has been laughing so hard this whole time and I get it I get it because I'm super funny I get it I am hilarious and it might be sometimes hard to like hold yourself together but I didn't think that my used car salesman bowling joke would be this good it's because you said you said when you sell, sell a pawn shop oh really <laughs> And I was laughing at how dumb that was for Ryan to be laughing at. Why is that funny to you? I don't know. <laughs> oh. uh, with that, I think um, we are ready to make a decision. Unless Jeremy's got. No, I'm ready. Final uh, one, one final point: uh, the car salesman isn't for the long game. I think, right? You know, they'll be back. Kind of idea. It's like I'll sell you this car right now. I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna. All right, well, if you come back, it won't be as good, but, you know, we'll be here. Our or cars get shittier be. over time. Every <laughs> night we hit them once with a hammer <laughs> to incentivize earlier purchases. Right. <laughs> yeah, let's wrap this up. Let's, let's, let's decide. All right, what do you guys thought? I oh, think, I think man. for me, um, the, uh, the victor is going to be the uh, the pawn shop owner, and I think that's mostly um, mostly the jack-of-all-trades nature of being a pawn shop owner is that he can pick up something pretty easily and just kind of roll with it um, and then learn, like learn what he needs belt. to about it. Um, I think the problem with the uh, used car salesman is he's um, a master of his one craft, but trying to pick up another craft, that's, that's a tough one. Yeah, that's not that's not a bad point. I think I'm going to, um, I think I'm going to pick the car salesman just because. Uh, remember, you know, this is two weeks before the election. And I think he's got the staying power. He knows how to keep, or they know how to keep people. He, they they know how to keep themselves in people's mind. Um, when I see that bowling ball car riding around town, going to get groceries, going to talk to the fire department. I think you know they'll 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 have it. That's a good point. All right, fellas. Well, let me take you to to a little location I like to call the the funny lanes and Pretty big good. race tonight. Big mayor race coming to a close. Uh, last debate before the election in two weeks, and we've got the used car salesman and the pawn shop owner, both mayoral hopefuls. Um, you know, if they've taken down five or six other candidates just to get here. Um, they've killed him. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of killing in this town. Um, 
The lands are a buzz. I'll tell you that much. I mean, the whole town's here, and it is Monday night, so they usually would be here for the Monday night madness bowling lanes, but uh, especially so for tonight's race. And I mean, you're definitely good, seeing a good level of bowling here from both of them. Um, but originally, you will see a lot more folks on the pawn shop side, and that's because. As they're bowling, it's pretty incredible. They're like, yeah, you know, I'm going to run this town just like I run these lanes. And if we find ourselves in a tough situation and then they roll they roll a ball down and then boom, 7-10 split. It's looking hairy. Ooh, okay. oh, we, You know, our town, sometimes we find ourselves in a tough, tough situation. And it looks like we might not be able to get through it. And they point down to the 7-10 split and goes, take the 7-10 split, for example. You might think, oh, am I going to... Hit the the pin on the left, the spending budget, or am I hitting the 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 pin on the right, all the potholes in the in the roads on Town Square? Oh man, how am I gonna solve that? Oh geez, it's too hard. And then as he's talking, he behind his back rolls it down the lane and oh, clips the left pin. The left pin goes over, bangs the right pin down. That's a spare, baby. And he says, I think it's important that if we can work together. We can solve all the problems we need. And the crowd's like, yeah, oh my gosh, so great. And then it's like, that was awesome, that first one. And then it just keep kind of doing the split metaphor over mm. and over. And they're like, oh, well, yeah. And then like as a community, if we, you know, are split and then they throw another, you know, ball and it's <laughs> another 7-10 split. It's like, if we're split on what color we want to paint the new school, you know, we could paint it blue, or we could paint it red, and then they throw another, and it hits this, it's a spare, and they say, or we could pick, you know, work together and make it purple, and still a good <laughs> response, but after the third or fourth of those, it definitely does get kind of cumbersome, and right. people are starting to make their way over to the used car salesman. And the used car salesman is, is doing a lot less flashy tricks, I'll say that, but every time they go up and are about to throw the ball, they turn and they address the audience, and they're like, I know that the bridge underneath um you know the overpass has had a big homeless problem and everybody's like oh he's like i believe that we really need to confront the the crux of the issue i think that there's been a lot of legislation to try to keep people out of there and i don't think that's what we need to be doing i think we maybe need to be getting resources and ways to help those people who are without homes and we can you know, work hard and make sure that they, members of our community, are also being provided for because as a town we can do that. And that's really speaking with people. Mm -hmm. um, they were really brought in by the flashy theatrics of the pawn shop, but it seems like the the used car salesman really does have a lot of good ideas for how to solve some of the, the problems in the town. Um, the drug issues in the town have been addressed. Uh, they've already actually been volunteering at a local clinic that helps a lot of people you know, deal with their issues and substance abuse rather than vilifying them um, with the heavy police presence that the town has been seeing. So I just a lot of really good points from the uh, the used car salesman. And also right before the end of it, they handed out coupons for 50 percent off a used car. So everybody's remembering Ooh. that, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think the, the wits go into the used car salesman <laughs> on this one, guys. Sounds about uh, right. Yeah, and the ballots definitely show it. And the town really is, was improved, I think. All right. Well, wasn't that just fun? Uh, but we are now coming to the end of our podcast. Uh, 
If you liked this podcast, please share it with your friends. Tell all your buddies. Uh, share it on Facebook. That's really helpful. Share with Leave us who a review. Aren't your friends. Yeah, that's even better. Just you got stick, enemies. Put a sticker there's, on them. There's probably more of those than you have friends. More people who aren't. Well, um, as speak an, for yourself, I guess. As a uh, aquatic mathematician, as a uh, what was it? What is it? Marine, marine, math, marine, marine mathematician. A marine mathematician. I can tell you that it is more likely that you have more non-friends than you do friends. Exactly. Unless you're like Brad Pitt or something. Brad Pitt's probably got a lot of friends. <laughs> um, y- yes. Uh, I really don't know what else to respond to that with. Uh, because that was weird. Uh, but that's what you're gonna get on this show. And, uh, yeah. Leave us a review on iTunes, uh, or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, if you want to find us on Facebook or tell me about that podcast. Uh, actually, I think we're just telling me about that in the categories podcast. What? What is Facebook? Uh, on Twitter, we're at TMATpod. If you want to email us with any suggestions on the tomato bit we just did, I don't know if we still call it that, or the Reddit questions, uh, it's uh, the thing you want to type into your Gmail or whatever internet thing you use is uh, you're going to go to the new email button. You're going to do two, and then it'll be tell me about that podcast at gmail.com. And then for the subject and the content, you can kind of just do whatever you want. Uh, But that's all we got here. Uh, I've been Jeremy. I've been Ryan. And I've been Jack. Oh my god, this whole music sucks. I just like to put little words in there so Ryan can hear it. Ryan, now, don't listen. Hey, Ryan. Uh, thanks for editing our podcast for us, man. Um, we'd love to see it. Uh, you're doing a great job. I'm sure you just, you know, you're going to cut all this stuff out, but you're doing an awesome job, and we appreciate you.